Hello and welcome to the Bevy Boys podcast. Once again, Bevy's with the boys, I should say. Episode 33, we're back. We are ready to rumble as always. And I am here. My name is Kieran and I'm here, of course, with the irreplaceable, wonderful little man that is known as Tom. Hello, Tom. How are you? I'm okay. I like it. This week I've gone to be a little man. You are. Little man, (laughs) little fella. It makes me feel very gentlemanly. We're going to see if you can reclaim your uh, your height as the episode yeah. goes on. You will My grow. <laughs> if you're a good boy, you will grow. And if you're a bad boy, you will get small. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the plot of Pinocchio. It was. So I'm it was, excited uh, for this. Uh, I say it was with very, uh, very confident and I have absolutely no idea. Um, I... Don't really have much to talk about this episode, so... Uh, Fantastic. <laughs> well, we I mean, a little peek behind the curtain. We're only recording this a few days after the previous one, so it's kind of hard for me to be like, hey, how's your week been? It's, yeah. uh, how's the last Are you ready to talk about hours? Elden Ring for another hour? Oh, I will happily do that. <laughs> have you Have you managed to squeeze in any since the last time we spoke? No. <laughs> oh, Not at all. Actually, no, I did one boss and that was it. Yeah, I, um, I think... I have now killed three of the four grand bosses, <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of on my way to the end of it. And I, th- uh, well, I don't know. I think I am, but then I also want to explore loads. But then a small part of my brain's like, you should try and finish this game. But I don't know. I feel like it's the kind of game. As even when I finish it, I will probably carry on then just mm. doing everything in it forever. Like um, a fine steak, I'm savoring <laughs> it. Every morsel, every morsel of Elden Ring. I did not like those kissy noises. Um, speaking of noises I didn't like, do you want to try and explain the end of the last episode? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was me getting really drunk with a bottle of rum and going, this will be really fucking funny. And yeah. it turns out that it wasn't. It and was I apologize, very really. funny. I very quickly learned I can't sing. <laughs> it was like, I mean, almost immediately. You didn't help yourself because, I mean, I'd like, right. So I listen, usually I listen to podcasts at like times 1.25 speed. Um, yeah. I'm a busy man oh, with shit. lots of content. So I listened to that at times 1.25 and it genuinely sounded like um, the entrance music to hell if hell was populated by many Pennywise-esque clowns with murderous intent. <laughs> that, that's what I go for, in, both in my modern garb and my flat. It's just a, a clown-based hellscape that yeah. I sink into. Well, I didn't also realise that or until you told me, or I think my girlfriend told me, or whatever, that it's uh, it was based off Chicago. It's uh, based off Chicago. It Have was, you? I haven't watched Chicago. I didn't know you were. A, I yeah. didn't know you were a Chicago gang boy. I I'm a Chicago boy. I like yeah. all musicals. That's actually my first because this is Tom's amazing, wonderful episode where I bring the it topic. Is. You do, and that is my first topic. Is okay. in just broad sense musicals. Right, I'm a very grandiose little man. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I've, I've in in my time I've seen a lot of musicals. Now it helps that my girlfriend very much into drama, very much into musical theatre. So mm. she's kind of forced a bunch upon me. Right. Uh, so I was just going to check in with you because I know I've, you've seen a couple, either stage shows or musicals. I have. have. You got a standout favourite, which isn't Hamilton. Um, if it's not Hamilton, it's probably going to be The Book of Mormon, mm. um, which I'd love to watch again. That's I think I've only fantastic. seen that once. Um, I like musicals. I just don't know if I'm as drawn to go see them as I am plays sometimes. 
Yeah. Um, just I don't know why. Like Hamilton kind of is something of an outlier because it is largely based around rap and hip hop and is very much the kind of music I'm into. Whereas I feel like generally musicals, when you talk about them, like the sound wise is that musical, you know, genre. It kind of sounds yeah. very theatrical, whereas Hamilton, while it has that, you could argue is more of a, a hip hop show. Um, yeah. Or, or that's a question right we'll get back to the musicals thing just while i'm saying oh. the word hip, the words hip-hop again and again the hip is hoppity what is the difference and this is probably the whitest oh, question shit. i will ever ask i'm gonna have to use my music degree for the first time in five years well no what's the difference between rap and hip-hop because i kind of use them interchangeably is there one do you know if there's one i'm assuming there's one uh rack in the brain to see if i can answer this question without speaking out of my ass <laughs> I mean, um, I I would say, from my point of view, hip hop is encompasses more of the entire genre, whereas rapping is and rap is a physical action. You can right. rap on a hip yeah. song, hip hop song, but that doesn't necessarily like the Dyson Hoover equivalent. Basically, well, that makes a lot of sense. Actually, that's a very rap clever is the answer. Action of actually doing, yeah, hip hop is, is the, the broader genre, right? Okay, I'm with you. Um, <laughs> that was three years well spent. <laughs> thank you for clearing that up. It's genuinely something that I, I have been thinking about a lot recently, and I don't know why. Um, yeah. It's just because I don't... It's it, not a sensitive area, but I don't want to... You know, it, it's... I like... Um, I guess I like hip-hop is what I'm saying, and I don't want to uh, miscategorize or, you know, mm. miss... Uh, whatever. Uh, but I, yeah, I would say they're genuinely uh interchangeable words yeah. you can use and people will understand your meaning behind them i think so i'd hope so um but musical wise yeah i mean I've, I've not seen i doubt i've seen nearly as many as you i have seen a few mainly those being uh hamilton book of mormon um ages ago in school we went to go see wicked and i don't remember we loads about it see, i don't um, know if i went with you to see wicked i don't think you did i don't think our, our just, eternal... just every every british school as as a term of passing they say we're shipping you off to see wicked now yeah um but no i i remember the big metal head about wicked and that was very <laughs> cool it was wicked if you will <laughs> um but no, I don't really remember much about it. But I don't, I don't know. What are some of your favourite musicals? You've probably seen more than me. Well, I mean, you've probably added in uh, Book of Mormon, probably one of my favourite yeah. um, of all time. I do really, really like Chicago, as promised by my butchered version of They Both Reached for the Gun. So you've seen Chicago neat. live? I've never seen Chicago live, no. I've seen DVDs of the stage shows and I've seen the movie itself. Oh, I haven't okay. actually seen it live, live. Uh, seeing yeah. live, live, I haven't seen a bunch because when I started to really get into it, there was a worldwide pandemic and it kind of stopped <laughs> me from going to see a bunch. Well, I've also, got... I mean, like, you know, most people, this probably isn't shocking news to them, but like musicals and theatre, especially if you're going to London, is sometimes prohibitively expensive. Like, oh, especially yeah. if you want to sit anywhere semi-decent, is, you're looking at hundreds of pounds. It's a special little treat. Yeah, which um, is unfortunate. I know I'm going to go see Dear Evan Hansen soon. Oh, yeah. Which... I've so What is that? I've seen like I don't know. advertisements oh, for it. I think, and people can correct me on this or just stop listening because I've never seen the movie or the... Uh, I think the movie show. was renowned as awful, so yeah. largely avoid that, I think. I'm pretty sure the overall plot is a dude befriends... Uh, a dude gets into an accident, breaks his arm, befriends a dude who like signs his cast and something, and that's like the big symbolic image. 
and then but he barely speaks to him and then he commits suicide and everyone thinks that Evan Hansen the the dude who sort of seemingly just passed him in the street was like best friends with him because he had his signed cast so oh. then he's trying to be like this big friend because everyone's giving him attention because like oh your best friend just died and he's like I, I didn't know the fucker really oh okay um, so it plays on that and I think it plays on like his narcissism and tries to build up it seems really interesting the music wise uh, it seems ballady which I'm I'm a, <laughs> known by my love of Scar not one for a ballad <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'm quite a big fan of a, a good old ballad, so I might have to um, might have to look into that. Um, you but can yeah, watch no, the critically panned film. I can, um, but yeah. So I don't know. I like musicals. I haven't seen as many as I'd quite like to. Um, I like musical movies, but again, like I haven't seen many of the classics. Like I haven't seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I haven't seen um, hmm. what's the what's the Sound of Music um, because Your Mary they're just. Poppins? I Kim think Chimane. I've seen that, but again, I'm not drawn to watch it again. Like, I don't mm. really have a, a connection to those kinds of well, films. Like, it's sort of new age Disney is the most you would have seen from that. Yeah. Like your Moanas and your Encantos. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not against the idea of a musical, but it's not. I know some people like they live and, for, and breathe musicals and that's their entire thing. Whereas for me, that's like... I don't know, horror movies or Elden Ring. <laughs> um, so. Which is now your personality. Yeah, I, I'm happy for Elden Ring to be yeah. my personality. Um, it's, I have it's a... funny that you mention musical oh, movies. okay, right. Because And this is, you can now test and go against my cool-ass transitions. And see I can. How well they go. Uh, I watched a very musical movie the other day that I know for a fact you love. Simply because oh. it's the best supporting character I think I've seen in the movie. That is a bold and claim. And that is the film of Whiplash. Whiplash? Whiplash. That's not necessarily a musical, is it? As in, it's he's, a- he's, that was in the broader sense. He's a drummer. It's a movie about a drummer. Played yeah. music all the way through. Jazz music. <laughs> Fucking great movie. I mean, I you say... say. Um, you say you watched it the other day. We both know you've seen that film upward of probably, what, 10, 20 times? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's like my regular weekly watching, but I did watch it the other day. That's not a word of a lie. Yeah. I'm telling little truths. Um, I do uh, uh, really like Whiplash. Like, I mean, Miles Teller is obviously amazing. J.K. Simmons is the man. He's phenomenal. Oh, he's um, great in it. Yeah. He's I also went, like, buff as shit. He is. He's ripped and very scary. <laughs> um, but no, I'm. I'm. I need to rewatch that. I've also, like you, I've seen it many, 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 many times. But it is always um, a phenomenal movie. Hmm. Uh, and who's the? What's the name of the director who did that? Because I'm pretty sure he also did La La Land. Oh, fucking clue. Um, did he do La La Land? Because I know yeah. people like sort of interchange them quite a lot. I think so. Let me quickly. You talk about Whiplash, and I'll find out. Time. Well, if if you don't know. And I don't know why you wouldn't know. It was a phenomenal film. Uh, Whiplash is basically Miles Teller as a little drum boy. Um, And he is in the Schaefer Academy of Music. And he wants to be one of the great, one of the greatest jazz musicians of all time. And it basically plays into uh, very sort of hostile and emotional damaging teaching and how that can force you to being a great musician. And it does play in that sort of coddling nature that was prevalent a couple of years ago where it's like oh everyone gets a participation medal <laughs> uh, which a lot of people mocked uh, and says like why this should be a thing and why this shouldn't be a thing it's a really interesting movie and i would if you haven't seen it i would 
highly, highly recommend it. So just um, to, um, I'm going to become Wikipedia for a second. You're a research um, boy. I am. So Whiplash was directed by a guy called Damien Chazelle, and it was his first major feature film, which in Jesus itself is incredible because yeah. it is a phenomenal movie. Um, he's actually only currently directed four, no, three. Well, he's, he's so I say first, he made a film in 2009. Uh, I'm just on a letterbox called Guy and Madeline on a park bench, and it, Barely, not many people have really seen it and I'm not really going to class that as a major feature so in yeah. that sense he's made three feature films Whiplash was the first one in 2014 uh, yeah. 2016 he did do La La Land which I Jesus. fucking love All right, yeah, um, and then Another 2018 musical. he made First Man I don't know if you've seen that That's, I've never um, seen it never even heard of it so it's got Ryan Gosling and it is basically the story of Neil Armstrong going to the moon and Ryan Gosling plays Neil Armstrong oh, I remember um, the movie poster for some reason which is yeah. just ryan gosling's face in a spacesuit which is, is not hard to imagine <laughs> um but yeah so i've i have seen all three of those and i think that they are all oh right i was gonna say they're all pretty good so whiplash is phenomenal la la land's phenomenal first man i say you know you haven't even heard of it you said you can kind of take it yeah. or leave it it's like it's, it's, okay. it's really gone downhill since whiplash <laughs> he hasn't no la la land is amazing um and just a tease for you uh oh. apparently i'm now damien chazelle's oh. pr agent um his next film is supposedly called babylon and it's coming out this year um and is the only description is set in hollywood during the transition from silent films to talkies focusing on a mixture mixture <laughs> of historical and fictional characters so i just like the fact that the counter to silent films are called talkies yeah well that is what they called them way back in the old yeah. i don't know olden I, I times think that's fantastic i can imagine a bunch of like 1920s people exactly like me now yeah no i am um, I'm, I'm eagerly uh tracking mm. damien chazelle's filmography because i do enjoy his first three films and tracking obviously. him like and tracking him physically yeah going through the windows <laughs> damien chazelle your new your new crush that's what um, First Man is about, is uh, Ryan Gosling going up into space to find my Damien Chazelle satellite and <laughs> shut it down so I can no longer track him. <laughs> um, but there you have it. Uh, yeah, just talking to, of, of movies and kind of Damien Chazelle-ish indie movies, uh, I mm. have actually gone to the cinema since we last recorded. Um, and I went to go see a film called Red Rocket. Uh, which I'm pretty sure you hadn't heard of before I initially said I to you about hadn't. it. I hadn't. I'd seen you put up a re review on your Instagramia. I did. Um, I very but much enjoyed that, it. I know nothing about it. I saw a naked man and a donut. So yes. it titillated me. So it's uh, it's by a guy called Sean Baker, who has also only made um, three major feature films. The first of those is called Tangerine, which I haven't seen. But the second was called The Florida Project, which was very, very good. And basically he makes kind of slice of life um, and films about sort of fringes of American society. But they're not really fringes. They're like normal American people, but like non-Hollywood. So The Florida Project yeah. um, focuses on a... Uh, a single mum who lives with her daughter in like on this little shitty motel on the outskirts of Disneyland and is just sort of about how her kid makes some friends at this motel and just sort of, I don't know, the day-to-day -day goings on. It's got Willem Dafoe in it. It's really good. Um, oh, that's, that's a must-watch for you, there you now, go. instantly. <laughs> exactly. Um, Red Rocket is similarly, uh, just as I said, like a slice of life Americana sort of thing. It's about a guy who moves from LA back to his um, kind of 
rundown house in very very rural uh, Texas um, to sort of try and make a life for himself. And he is uh, he's an ex porn star, um, which kind of plays into the plot. Like the film has a lot of sex in it, but it's not like you know as a porn movie by any means. It's kind of um, quite I don't know down to earth, I guess. Uh, but the kind of notable thing about it. Uh, and you probably you might notice this when you watch the trailer is the guy in the main role is a guy called Simon Rex who um, I don't know if you'll know the name but you will probably know the face because he was in Scary Movie 3, 4 and 5 and is also in loads of terrible um, like I think those you parody movies my Scary Movie watching okay well I recognised him um, but it's crazy because kind of like with um Adam Sandler going from, you know, shitty comedies for the most part to suddenly uncut gems, which is yeah, this should have won an Oscar. Dramatic. Um yeah, Simon Rex has been you go on like you could look through his filmography, it is almost ninety-nine percent awful uh movie parody movies. Um and then suddenly he's in like this indie darling that everyone is saying is incredible. And uh yeah, I just wanted to give a little shout out to uh I haven't even said what it's about actually. Yes, I have. Never mind. I was gonna say so. <laughs> Part of the plot, uh, yeah, that's why he's naked on the poster in a donut is because he is he's an ex-porn star. He's the big porn man. Um, but yeah, it's very good. I don't know if I'd recommend it to everyone because it is kind of, not artsy, but you know, it's it's an indie movie. Um, but I, I thought it was real good. So there's a little Kieran's movie corner for you following up from oh. Tom's tidbits. Yeah, we can do a little tick on that as Kieran's recommendation of the week. Last week, go. Severance. This week, Red Rocket. Yes, I need to watch more See, of Severance. I, it's very good. I listen to you. I remember what you say. Mm. I value this friendship. I'm very grateful. Um, I will very quickly drag the conversation back to Whiplash, okay. just to get a <laughs> just to get a transition in, just for like two sentences. Yeah, very subtle. Um, where oh, absolutely. And when you telegraph it, it makes it so much clearer. Mm. Um, in Whiplash, it very much is the story of a man who's dedicated to a hobby into the fact that he's built up skills so he's one of the best yeah yeah you agree with that i unfortunately agree with that i wonder if this is going to yeah. go anywhere <laughs> uh i wanted to posit to you now uh that a magical jk simmons fairy comes down okay. and makes you extremely talented in one hobby one regard like if you could do any hobby but it has right. to be sort of like a, a loosey-goosey hobby. It can't just be like, I want to be the strongest man in the world or shit like that. It has to be yeah. an actual sort of skill or artistry or whatever. Okay. What would you, Mr. Kieran, go for? <laughs> um, do you want the joke answer or do you want the genuinely let's, serious let's roll on help to both. answer? Let's, let's <laughs> okay. do the joke and then let's go on to serious. Uh, joke answer would probably be something like... Um, pogo fucking what what is a pogo what do you call it like a, a pogo user that sounds like a it's a drug sort of a pogo artist of course you um, paint a tapestry of pictures of your neat pogo skills yeah and then i can go to the doctor and i can say uh, uh doctor i'm so sad and he says oh pogo's in town <laughs> and i go doctor i am the pogo artist <laughs> so there you go um the serious oh, answer <laughs> the serious answer uh, would probably be um and this isn't necessarily a hobby but it's it's kind of a skill set that i guess you could branch under or put under the, oh, so the you're idea of hobby immediately breaking my rule yes yes you've added course. a caveat straight away and that's um that's kind of just diy and like household jobs because 
it's it's a, a skill set and a field that I am criminally inexperienced and incapable at. Um, but like recently at our house, uh, my girlfriend's brother just uh, did loads of work on our bathroom because it turns out that our house was about to fall apart. Um, and uh, <laughs> it made me realize how like I know next to nothing about how to fix those kinds of issues. And I would love to be able to just like look at a problem within my house or just something that I want to do or improve or whatever and just be able to do it. You know, it's yeah. like you sort of like throw a hammer at it and like, oh, it's fixed. Yeah. Fantastic. Whereas, like at the minute, I would just throw a hammer at my like shower tiles, smash <laughs> them, and be like, "Why did that happen?" <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you've been, DIY you've been doing is... other stuff. You've been building sheds. You've been well. Yeah, I'm not completely about. incapable. Yeah, like the other week, I did. I re uh, refelted my <laughs> shed roof up my allotment. Uh, <laughs> so there's a fun little bit of allotment catch up. I don't remember if I spoke about that before or if I just. Um, we talked about my allotment. I know I've that was that, that was on the the hidden episode that no oh, one is okay. Um, but yeah, so mine would just kind of be DIY. I guess would be the skill that I'd love to be really, really good at. Uh, what about you? Is your I mean, you're already a a very experienced drummer, so I'm assuming that's not the hobby that you want to dive into. <laughs> if I chose that, that would be a real 180 turn. No, mine would uh, honestly it would be cooking. Oh, okay. I yeah. fucking I fucking love cooking. Uh, I I won't butter my own biscuit, but I think I'm semi decent. I can make a meal, um, but I just I'd like to be able to do just look at anything and go. I know how to like just hold up a tomato and a <laughs> block of cheese and go. I I can make magic here. Yeah, you can make a, a cheesy a... tomato. <laughs> oh my goodness, how has he done it again? <laughs> that's that, yeah, that's that's a, a good yeah. one. Definitely, it's I also just a like cooking. Shitty but... pizza. I uh, <laughs> it's not a pizza, just cheese and tomato <laughs> blended together. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I I'd agree with that one. If I can have a second one, cooking is uh, is probably going to be up there, just because. Yeah. I yeah I, I I like cooking a lot. I just feel like I need to be more adventurous with it, um, because I sort of do like the same five to ten recipes and just cycle those until I die. Um, so <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait for you to your next cooking off. You just dress up as Indiana Jones. Yeah, I don't it's, understand it's a real the reference because you've been more adventurous. That was that was oh, a joke. Okay, an adventurer. You know. Thank you. The joke can gets you... funnier the more I explain it. <laughs> can you get? On this. Can you? Uh, can you give me a manual for like all of the jokes you're going to make in the next episode, just so I can understand the context for them beforehand? You can. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna add in so much canned laughter now nice. for each episode we record. Please do. Um, I what else have I been up to? I don't know really. I what have you been up to? Oh, I actually signed up for. So this is a continuation from last week's <laughs> thrilling, thrilling update on Kieran's swimming progress. You left us on the <laughs> on the gym cliffhanger. I uh, I signed up for swimming and I'm gonna go and do it soon. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> That's the most not update I've heard in my life. I'm sorry. I, I will eventually love... go swimming. <laughs> I um I really like swimming though. Like I don't know how how I you feel it. about it's just so. I, I'm it's... little. I'm Aqua Boy. I don't I'm not Aquaman yet. You have to graduate no. to that. Um, I'm the but... little man. I haven't grown yet. We know this. Well, I, I want to, I need to take better care of myself. I need to work out more and do exercise, but I just can't be fucking bothered. <laughs> um, but like, I really enjoy swimming and I feel like at least at the beginning, I won't see that as like going out of my way to try and do exercise. It will just be a no. fun thing that I do. 
You were um, tricked into it like the giant inflatable Loch Ness. You're like, oh, it's fun. <laughs> I will. Uh, when I was younger, this is a crazy little story that I just yeah. remembered about swimming related. Um, and my this involves my cousin who I think listens to the podcast. So I, I hope that he doesn't mind me telling this story. Um, but when I was younger, me and my cousin used to hang out a lot. We were like, we were best buds. And uh, one time my mum took me, my cousin and my brother to the local swimming pool in uh you know Sudbury has like the yeah. Sudbury school has the outside pool um we we went there together and uh me and my cousin we had a very strange relationship when it was I was probably maybe like I don't know 10 and he was eight maybe um and we used to be real good friends but also occasionally hate each other <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh and we we got into uh I don't know what started it but we got into like a a shouting match or something while we were in the pool which escalated into both of us strangling each other and trying to drown each other <laughs> um and uh and yeah so and then like five minutes later we got out and uh my mum was horrified and some other onlookers were trying to separate us and then after about 10 minutes of my mum stressing out and everything and we were gonna head home we're like it's okay mum we're friends now <laughs> so, <laughs> we're cool so you no, could that's... say I have a tumultuous relationship with swimming pools, but I'm yeah. hoping to mend that as time goes on. Well, I think that's just a family thing because we and my brother, every time we go on holiday and go swimming, we'd play a game called Dunkies. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Which now when I describe it, I realise was just waterboarding where <laughs> one of us would just hold the other person, like just dive in, grab them, drag them under the water and just hold them for as long as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Until they pass out. (laughs) Uh, That was my family fun. Yeah. And I I still, I have terrible memories of it for some reason. I don't think the other, uh, the patrons of the swimming pool I've signed up to will appreciate it if I just like (laughs) drag them under and just be like, we're playing donkeys now. (laughs) It's a fun game for the whole family. Yeah. Um so there you go. That's that's something I've been up to there this week. Go. Um the only other the a, corner. one other one other little uh, thing I saw today um uh, which I just wondered if you were interested in or had seen is I saw a while ago that I think Michael Myers of uh, not Halloween fame but of Shrek and the Love I'm, Guru I'm, fame. I'm gonna they're they're one and the same person as far as I Okay. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he uh, he signed a deal, I think, with Netflix to like produce a load of content. I mean, it seems they've signed a deal with everyone in the entertainment industry. Um, but there was a trailer that came out today, or a teaser, for the first, uh, I guess you call them, fruits of that deal, um, which is a series called The Pentaveret, um, oh. which is coming out May 5th. And is basically, it's this sci-fi show uh, about uh, supposedly five people who created a secret society to influence uh, world events and Mike Myers plays eight different characters within the series <laughs> um so i don't know you got do you do you like mike myers are you an austin powers super fan uh, i have multiple hangings of shrek in my flat really and that is it yeah. <laughs> okay. i love i love the big green boy <laughs> I just remember when we were at yours and uh, me and Sam and uh, Meg were in the living room after a heavy night of drinking and Sam put on on Shrek 2 on Netflix exceptionally loud and you were still in bed and had to come in and turn it down to be like, shut the fuck up, I'm hungover. So I know that, you know. I walked into the room with Shrek blaring. The worst part is uh, my girlfriend knows 
all of the words to Shrek 2, like off by heart. She used to watch it a of course she does. child. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't just that I woke up with the distant sounds of Shrek blaring in my ear. I also yeah. woke up, rolled over to her just sitting, staring at the ceiling, just speaking along to the <laughs> script. So I felt like I was in a cult just waking up. Yeah. She went into a fugue state and just recited <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> oh. It happens on a nightly basis. We never ended up going terrible. to uh, we never ended up going to Shrek's Big Adventure Land uh, um, uh, near no. the London Eye. That was it a was shame. also it was always next to SeaWorld. No, no, London Dungeons, and we never went. We went London Dungeons. We went London Dungeons. We didn't go Shrek. Shrek would have arguably been a more fun time for you. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, maybe Shrek <laughs> himself would have been like. Shrek. Oh, fucking hell. London Dungeons is an experience. I don't know if we spoke about that on here, but that was not we a have. fun time. We have spoken about it on here. Okay. We can recap where you were just heinously bullied for about two hours. Yeah. I People just, uh, all the actors seemingly wanted to get me involved with every single possible room. It's because you're uh, a little tall boy. You're slightly taller than I'm, everybody else. So they I'm a little tall boy. <laughs> That's uh, quite the oxymoron there, Mr. Tom. Um, you calling a moron. Well, um, as, as I teased in the opening, I'm out of topics. Do you have anything you want oh, to talk about? <laughs> baby, we're back to Tom's Corner here. Oh, here we go. Um, so, obviously, we've just been speaking about Shrek. Very yeah. classic DreamWorks film. Yeah. You know who else does good animated films? Have you watched Turning Red? Is that what you're going to say? I've watched Turning Red. Oh, nice. I am very interested, actually, to hear what you think about it, because I don't that, really buddy. know what people think. So, go ahead. Uh, Will do. Uh, to give a quick sum up of the movie before I give my thoughts, essentially yeah. it is about a girl in a very traditionally sort of Chinese hierarchy family. Um, so she's expected to be the best at everything and she prides herself on that. And then they have a family curse which turns them into red pandas when they get overly emotional. Of course. Uh, in, in the past, it was done so they could protect their town from bandits, and now it's just seen as an inconvenience they need to get rid of. Mm. So it's basically about a girl going through puberty and liking boys, uh, oh, no. and whenever she gets uh, overly emotional, either excited, happy, or sad, or embarrassed, she turns into a giant fluffy red panda. Okay. Uh, and it is pretty good. Yeah, you don't sound too confident in that. It's I wouldn't say it's one of the best Pixar movies I've ever seen. I'd say it was enjoyable while watching. I'm not rushing back to see it. But yeah. I feel like that's been my opinion on most movies recently. Mm. Um, I really like the, the twist on the family because normally you do fall into the, the parents are really overbearing. Uh, you do as I say, not as I do. But then obviously it turns out because she's gone through this whole experience, she's like, oh, no, I'm, I want to actually look after my kid quite a lot. And the kid's just like, fuck you. I want to be a big fluffy panda, <laughs> as, as is every kid's dream. Of course. Yeah, I'm um, I'm very interested to watch that. And I'm kind of glad that it's straight to Disney Plus. But then I also yeah. feel bad for, you know, all the animators and everyone, because apparently they didn't know that was going to happen. And I do I do miss watching uh, Pixar and Disney films in the cinema. I know Encanto had kind of a dual release, but I think... Yeah. I think like Soul on uh, Disney Plus was straight to Disney Plus, and I mean that was during the height of COVID, so that makes sense. But so um, I, I think I like because after Turning Red to me isn't sort of a theatrical release film. It's not something I'd want to go and see in the cinema. I don't know no. why. It just the premise didn't intrigue me enough to like go to the cinema. But just watching it at home, it was great. 
it was yeah. fantastic animation's really really good um but yeah it's it it left me wanting more if you know what i mean i was yeah. like, I just want a little, little little bit more of that i um i'm interested in checking it out just because i think i've i think i've seen every other pixar film uh i don't know did pixar do brave i haven't seen brave yeah pixar did brave and the only pixar film i haven't seen is the good dinosaur about the little little caveman boy and the big green dinosaur have you seen all the cars movies i've seen all the cars movies all oh, two wow. of the cars movies isn't there three i'm pretty sure there's three. Oh no there is three yeah because he has a, like a, a trainee car yeah i've seen all three of the cars movies no. i just blank the third one out of existence <laughs> I don't think I've seen Cars 2 or 3. I haven't seen The Good Dinosaur. I haven't seen Brave. And I haven't seen Turning Red. And I will fix you're, one of you're those things. You're not a Pixar fan. I, uh, I, well, this is a revelation for me now. I am not a Pixar fan. And yet I've probably watched upward of 20 of their movies. So no, you're yeah. right. <laughs> um, but immediately after Turning Red. Right. I thought, you know what? I need to get my animated movie fix. Mm. I need to get it in me. Uh, so we turned on a, a classic podcast film that we've spoken about before uh called mitchell's versus the machine oh baby i love mitchell's versus machines which on the second watch even better second yeah it was, i was still cracking up i was loving it if you haven't seen it and i'm now i'm going out in real life and just yelling down the street hey you should go watch mitchell's versus the machines it's a great movie now it hasn't got its dues yet um, i think that's definitely uh, a solid recommendation i yeah. love it i mean we yeah we've, we've spoke about it i think was that part it of the 2021 like it was our film films? of the year yeah it was not our film of the year was it it was on mine okay it was on Obviously, the list it wasn't like... my my love is undying for it <laughs> i know i i do really like that and uh yeah. that whole team is hopefully releasing what is it into the into, into the, the spider-verse, spider-verse part one oh, enter the spider enter the spider-verse part one uh this year yeah. so uh but looking forward to that very much it got me thinking is yeah. there now uh because obviously sony animations who did uh mitchell vs machines they've done the spider-verse films they did the lego movie mm. mainly penned by um what was it phil lloyd and chris miller it's either that or it's the other way around chris yeah, miller and I... phil law no i think you got it no. right actually never mind ignore me uh there's a chris and the phil and a lord and a miller whatever yeah. way it goes um, but now I'm thinking like, are they now, cause I would say Disney and say Pixar have had like the crown of animation for a very, yeah. very long time. Some of the best I've dropped everything on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I get very animated. My hands are waving. You're um, very animated when you talk about animated films. Ooh, exactly. Ooh. <laughs> look at that funny thing. Um, I'd say they've, they've been like the reigning champs of animated films for a very, very long time. Mm. Uh, would you think because I'm, I'm getting your opinion on it now uh do you think they there is a definite shift in say quality because i would say enter the spider-verse and mitchell versus machines are some of the best animated films i've seen in a very very long time yeah i think so i think in terms of animation quality whatever that means because it's kind of down to stylized versus you know photorealism blah 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 but mm. i think the likes of like i enjoyed soul a lot but I undoubtedly thought Mitchell's versus Machines was like the most entertaining animated film I've seen in years. And the idea of something like Enter the Spider-Verse, I'm much more hyped to watch that than I am Turning Red. I feel like I'm just going to watch Turning Red because it's a new Pixar film. Um, yeah. 
it and feels not like to kind s- of like, ticking it off a list. Yeah, and it's not to say that there's anything wrong with uh, you know Pixar movies now, but it, I don't know. They've kind of, as you say, they've kind of been the main front runners headline act for a very very long time, and it's starting to get a bit like let's see something else because it ultimately while they do all um have very different animation not even styles but like art direction you can look at a film and go well that's clearly a uh you know a a pixar movie um just sort of the design of the characters and the shading and all that stuff whereas i feel like it's it's great to see the likes of mitchell's versus the machines which is totally different and like that has like fun sketchbook drawn parts oh, has and so like different styles of animation yeah. just in of itself and it's just sort of richer and more varied whereas pixar is you know it's a pixar movie and that isn't a bad thing at all it's just starting to get a little bit stale maybe yeah it's it's wearing thin but i'm, I'm trying to think like obviously the the greats of the pixar movies they they hit like the the top echelon yeah but recently I, I it might just be nostalgia but like your toy stories toy stories 2 is a phenomenal film other than soul i'm struggling to think of like something that was like fucking fantastic obviously they're all very very entertaining but like a phenomenal top 10 movie i'm struggling to think of whereas no i haven't got one like yeah. i mean luca like i enjoyed that but i wouldn't say that that was like yeah, one of my favorite films one of the greatest um soul i really liked but even then i wouldn't you know i'm probably not going to revisit it to the same extent that you know but th- th- it's also kind of like well when we were younger you probably would watch monsters inc a hundred times because you're a kid and that's yeah. what you do whereas um, now i i know other things exist I yeah scrubs for the 15th time but um, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's an aging thing. Maybe it's the as I said, like the 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 saturation of those kinds of movies. But then I don't know. Like I I I think it's a combination of things. But it's also good to have variety. I don't think it necessarily has to be one is better than the other. I think it's just cool that there are other great animated films out there. Yeah, um, and they've really picked up. Yeah, basically anything that Phil Lord and Chris Miller do. I'm watching because I've just 100%. only remembered they've also they did the first Cardio of a Chance of Meatballs, which was also fantastic. Did they not also do the Lego movie? They did a Lego movie, yeah. Lego, which I really Cloudy, loved. Lego. They didn't do Lego Batman, and then they did uh, Spider Man into Spider Verse, and they did Mitchell vs. Machines. And I think they're doing the new Spider Verse movie. I'm not yeah, sure. I think they are. I think we looked that up when but we first spoke. They were also it, doing. So. They were doing Solo at one point as well yeah and then they got and thrown they got off of that uh and then ron howard to finish it and they're they doing what flash of that i think they were doing flash but i think they left that project as with yeah. every other director and writer yeah you know, <laughs> yeah until the point they just a... got michael keaton in to finish the movie yeah it's had a troubled uh troubled production to say the least i think that's just been delayed again till like june of next year maybe <laughs> Um, that so that's surprise cool. me. Well, yeah, um, but, uh, that's another point of what do you think the state of DC movies are going to be coming up soon? Because oh. obviously, Batman sort of took it in a completely different direction. Are they done with the sort of Justice League idea they seem to start? I honestly don't think DC know what they're doing, so I'm not even going to try and puzzle out what I think they're doing. <laughs> like, as you say, I mean, Batman was a huge success. I think they're just reactionary. Like, I think yeah. the fact that DC or the the Batman works so well, they'll probably now be like, right, we need a sequel to that as soon as possible. Fuck the Flash. Fuck all the other Justice League stuff. Whereas you look at, you know, Marvel, um, 
and it's like they are 50 years planned out well they haven't they haven't like i think they probably are reactionary in a certain sense where like they'll include a post-credit scene and if people talk about it they'll have that as a main plot point in the next film but generally yeah they kind of have a fixed schedule and they stick to it whereas dc it seems they are just going what what are people like oh they like this one thing let's make base our entire output around that oh shit it didn't go very well like they like batman and that's it they're just going to become the batman so i don't know i don't really care enough about dc to try and work it out i'm afraid i'm sorry i know that doesn't work for a a podcast conversation necessarily but um, oh it's great content just hearing you flail yeah i just don't care i'm sorry (laughs) that's fair they're very apathetic today Um, and that's all right yeah and on that um on that very energetic note (laughs) should we (laughs) should we bring this baby to a close (laughs) for once uh, once again this episode out back and just sing it off exactly um so as usual follow us on spotify uh apple podcasts um google podcast does anyone use that i don't know let's find out um give us a review on apple Podcasts. give us a review on spotify you can add a, a star ranking you can also i found out the other day we as podcasters tom and you probably don't know this we can ask our audience things on spotify and uh and they can respond to them somehow. I don't know how they respond to them, oh. and I don't know how they get they that just notification. They scream out of their windows. <laughs> well, I don't. Right, hang on. Let me quickly jump on. Uh, what is it? Is, is Spotify podcast? I don't know. There's something. So when I uploaded last week's episode, this is a bit maybe too behind the curtains, but we'll see. We it gave me the option where it's like, hey, do you want to ask your audience a thing? And I think I just put like, what do you think of the Batman? But then I went on Spotify. And there's nowhere to see that <laughs> response. So if you got that question sent to you, let us know. <laughs> You've <laughs> we'll just individually out. texted everybody that listens going, what do you think of the Batman? Yeah, I honestly have no idea where um, where that went. Like I'm looking on the... Uh, no, okay. I don't know where that goes. Anyway, uh, I've derailed this <laughs> final section. I'm terribly sorry. Uh, give us a rating, all that good stuff. Follow us on Instagram, at BevBoysPod. Follow us on Facebook, uh, Bevies of the Boys. And uh, I don't know. That's about it, really. You got anything else, Tom? Or are we going to send this sucker to the glue oh, factory? <laughs> let's, let's go. I'm going yeah. to pour myself another drink. Lovely. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>